Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. We're talking about Interfaith the Musical. And what has that got to do with health? Well, we're trying to heal the world. Why don't we get along? It's something that I have asked my parents when I was four, five, six years old. Why can't we all just get along? And I guess there's no real answer. Earlier in the show, we talked with Rabbi Chaim Brisky, and I guess if we don't have evil in the world, we can't tell what's good in the world. I guess that makes sense. Uh, uh, Ruth uh, Broidy uh, Sharon is our guest, the uh, creator of Interfaith the Musical, the author. Did you write the music as well? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. That's a mystical magic, magic uh, aspect to this whole musical. Wow. Have you ever written music before? No. You taught yourself to write music? No, no. I'll tell you what happened. I, on my walks, I started getting songs. And I didn't understand what they were about, where they were, where they were coming from, why it was happening. But I would come home, I would write down the lyrics, I would remember the music. And then I, after doing this for almost a year, Yuval Run, who's a composer, musician, um, and has an interview ensemble, he would hear the, the lyrics, he'd say to me, you know, Ruth, you have a musical there. And I was so baffled, I thought, well, why me? Because I'm a filmmaker and a writer. And it suddenly, it, the answer came to me like a thunderbolt, Mark, because I've been working in the interfaith community for 30 years. I know and respect and appreciate all the different religions. I love people in my interfaith community, and I know that we're not making a big enough impact. So what if suddenly we could have entertainment in the theater, an amazing story that has to do with people's interfaith lives, and people would come to the theater to be entertained not knowing at the same time they were going to learn something really important about being able to live in peace. So the music came like a ribbon, came to me from some magical mystery place. I can't even explain it, but I believe that it's, I was helped from the other side to get to this place. And there, suddenly you have it. There I have, I wrote 30 songs. Wow. Uh, and this also goes back to what we were talking about during our break, and that is the role of the arts to influence and educate people while at the same time entertaining them. Well, here's what I discovered. After 2,000 panel discussions wow. and conferences that people don't really remember that much of what they learned at those conferences by erudite people, men, uh, academics who sat and, and talk about, you know, what the different religions mean and so forth. But the thing they really rallied to and resonated with was when there was music or something that they could understand through their heart, not through their head. And that's what the role of the artist in society. The artist, I also believe, is a prophet of what's coming. The, the artists understand how to reach people on a subliminal level and to make change happen. And that's why I think that everything that's going to come out now from the, the, the music and the dance and the, and the visual arts, things that are photographed all over the world, people are looking for ways to express interfaith engagement in its most positive form through the arts. That ultimately, I believe, will have the most profound effect people. I, I can't disagree. Uh, radio is an art form. We're trying to 
uh, to entertain a little bit and educate at the same time. Do you have time for me to sing one verse from the very first song that I wrote? That yes, one? absolutely. About 40 okay. seconds worth, okay? Okay, what if when you awoke? What if when you awoke you were wearing a stranger's shoes? What if when you awoke you shared your enemy's extremist views? What if when you awoke you'd think in color, not black and white? What if when you awoke you could imagine not being right? What if, what if, what if we all could see the beauty of one expanding humanity? What if? What if? Not, we need that now. We need to heal the world today. And we I think need to practice healing the world, Mark. That's what we need to do, practice. How did you get into the interfaith community? You know, when I was in college, I was I refused housing, and I discovered in my, in my sophomore year, and I, and I discovered it was because of the dean of admissions was anti-Semitic, and he told me that I should ask my rabbi to help me find housing, and I didn't know what he was talking about. And oh my. I was so um, profoundly and adversely affected by that encounter that the world changed for me that day. I had never encountered anti-Semitism my my life. I grew up in Chicago, and I, you know, I, I, I had non-Jewish friends. I went to a school with kids from different backgrounds. But that moment, I understood that there was this great ill will towards Jews and also towards blacks who were on the campus where I attended. And so, where'd I, you go to school? I went to Northwestern. Oh my goodness! It's one of the top ten schools. I know. Wow! I know. Amazing. That, that made a difference. That was my wake. I call that my wake-up call. And from then on, through all my travels around the world, all the countries I lived in, all the languages I learned, you know, I was convinced that that we had to find a way to love and appreciate one another well we're going to love and appreciate you we wish you shalom uh, peace you. Come, right? to, come in May 9th those who can come to the Pico Union Project it's going to be fabulous a showcase of songs and it'll be at uh, the interfaith themusical.com for more information alright we'll be back in just a couple of Thank moments so as late night health continues bye Ruth <laughs> 